feel like you have to stick at one thing. Uh, yeah. I'm starting to realise more that you should let all your other yeah. all the other things you like in as well and there's room for everything I think. Hello and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Tal and this is the Creative Innovation Podcast. How are you doing? Welcome back regulars. Hello if you're new to the show, we're getting a lot of new people at the minute which is lovely. Word of mouth, I don't know, where have you seen us? Let us know at Arrest All Mimics on the social. Uh, the weather this week is digital symmetry. We've got the wonderful digital illustrator Dominic Byron coming up. Dom is a uh, tour de force. Her style is wonderful. There are many layers and insights to gain on today's episode. But first, I got a little love for my sponsors, the people who keep this show free every week. Check them out, illustrationweb.com. Wonderful illustration, animation, GIFs fashion drawing, live artists, mural artists, they represent a lot of cool illustrators globally doing work right across all media for every client imaginable. Uh, really broad, broad span of work, so go and check them out over at illustrationweb.com. They've got a fantastic news section where you can get little insights into the projects, commissioners, clients, briefs, the, all the good stuff for us visual arts junkies. Heart, internet, .co.uk, digital tech sponsor, all the good web things, uh, hosting, domain names, social media, SEO advice, email stuff, all the good dig- digital stuff that gets you up off Google. Thank you to those guys, heart, internet, .co.uk, foilco.co.uk, the largest range of hot stamping foils working in the design industry, with the design industry. Great guys supporting loads of awesome projects, big names out there. Um, if you get the chance to visit their HQ up in the northwest, it's... Um, It's a hall of fame of beautiful foiled artworks and prints and products and wine bottles and whiskey bottles and book covers and magazines. Stunning, shiny stuff, and these guys do it better than no other, so go and check them out. Foilco.co.uk. TheAOI.com, last but no means least, association of illustrators doing a lot of wonderful work at the minute, supporting the illustration game. Their business empowerment campaign is going to be coming up in a future episode as we get towards the new academic year. We're going to get deep into that with MD, Ren, Renwick and Lou Bones. Um, It's good stuff. Lou, no, I mean, she just, Lou and Ren articulate so well why we need to get our house in order. And I just got to say for the record, I've spent the last couple of weeks doing exactly that and it's really, really helping me out. And I have to admit, it's been a big boost on the mental health front, which brings me to an event that I'm going to be a part of coming up on the 10th of no- blah, 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 10th of July. I don't know why I in November. <laughs> um, I'm going to be talking with the Society of Authors and the Association of Illustrators who've come together to put on a wonderful event series of short talks and a discussion panel about mental health uh, for the creative industries, for freelancers. For you know, We're going to be getting into all the stuff that we're all familiar with. Solitude, the imposter syndrome, the, the bad days, the good days, um, and knowing what's what. It's, it's going to be a, an interesting range of talks. I'm going to be one of the speakers discussing my own experiences with managing my own mental health and making sure I don't have you know too much time alone and all of the stuff, all the familiar pitfalls. So <clears throat> tickets are available for that right now. Go and check out the, the, the channels over at theaoi.com. Um, and on the Soci- Society of Authors channels, um, it's at the Anthony Burgess Foundation in Manchester on the 10th of July. So do come down. Come say hello. Come see the talks. It's an event well worth attending. It's in the afternoon. You'll find out all the details on the relevant channels. And another one, some good news, going to be doing the second only live Arrest All Mimics podcast interview at the DNAD New Blood Festival on the 11th of July. So it's back-to-back days. It's going to be a a daunting one for someone who might not always show it, but does get quite nervous with public speaking. So 
Maybe it goes against the grain of a mental health talk. Maybe it's good for me throwing myself up there. Maybe it's something I'll hit up on. Anyway, um, different ball game for the DNAD one. I'm going to be chatting to the wonderful Anna Hollinrick, who is an illustrator and art director for video games. So she's one of BAFTA's breakthrough Brits. Um, and she's a real, real talented lady working on all kind of visual worlds in video games, in animation, um, games such as Lola and the Giant. So keep an eye on that one. It should be announced by the time this episode comes out, but it's going to be at the DNAD New Blood Festival. And we're going to be doing that from 4.15 in the afternoon until 5.15 in the afternoon. It's an hour slot. It's a live conversation, a live recording of Arrest All My Mix. And we're going to be getting deep into Anna's uh, work in, in video games. It's amazing. She wears a lot of hats, and we're going to talk about her journey, uh, getting into that industry, uh, the, the many things you can do within that and why you can move laterally if your creativity works in that kind of varied way like Anna's does. So I'm excited to do that. There's only the second ever live Arrest All Mimics. Go back and check out the episode with Brian Grimwood for the first one, which we did with the Association of Illustrators in London. So there you have it. Big announcement. Get yourself down. I'd love to see some of you down there. Come and uh, come and see a live show. It was a hell of a lot of fun with Brian, and I'm very excited about talking to Anna, and I'm sure it's going to be the same. So, without further ado, what's going on? Anything else? Anything else? Dominique Byron, illustrator, digital illustrator. So, the story is, Dom is just up the corridor, full-time working as Stanley Chow's print shop runner. Runner, that's not the right word, she's not a runner. She she bosses it, basically she, she does Stan's print shop. She runs it, she manages it, she does all the printing stuff. And she's got her own wonderful digital style, which has been bleeding into animation through 2D illustration. She's got a deep love of film. We're going to get into talking into all different things in her story, so unintentional evolutions of style, following creativity, taking a backseat approach and, and seeing where it leads her, which is interesting. It's not too dissimilar to my own approach. Talking about the technical aspect of still life and why she liked that stuff and why the order in her work, the symmetry, is really important to her character. This was something that fascinated me because as someone who's got such an inky, 100% kind of organic, in-your-face style. I have such admiration for the polar opposite to what I do, which is order and layout and symmetry and, and geometric styles. Um, I love talking to people who do those styles. And I know there's distaste for certain trends in digital work, but and I used to be a, bit, a little bit ignorant to it myself. I used to be like, digital, cheating, when I was like 15 years old. But as time's gone on, you develop an admiration, and when you see the technical prowess that has to go into these styles, and what it has to entail to give it soul. I'm not saying it's all the work out there has got soul that's digital, but there are certain people who do it extremely well. Um, I've got my personal favourites. I'm not going to start naming them because it's all subjective, but I was particularly drawn to Dom's work um, because at first, I, I, you know, when I first met her, she was in Stan's studio. She was doing the print shop. Um, but as time goes on, you bump into people at the kettle. I started to dig a little deeper, and it turns out Dom is an incredible illustrator herself. So much style, so many beautiful colours, um, so much soul within her work. Now, this is what it comes down to for my personal taste in creativity. Um, if the thing is alive, then I don't give two shits whether it's digital hand-drawn, made out of 3D, made in clay, made in 3D print resin, uh, on a book jacket, painted on a wall. It doesn't matter. If the thing is alive and it's and it's got um, it's got soul, that's all that matters because it moves someone in some way and it's all subjective stuff anyway. So anyway, long story short, I fell in love with Dom's work and I wanted to know a bit more because we hadn't talked much about her story really aside from the odd passing conversation. 
So that's what we're going to do today. I sit down and, and find out about that order, about the organised side of it, about um, about the experience of working in Stan's print shop and, and what it's been like to work alongside such a recognised um brilliant established illustrator how does she balance the two roles we're going to get deep into all that two stuff do two digital illustration worlds i like to think of it but it's a fascinating one it's an interesting one where i'm just going to talk about writing a dissertation on blade runner which is far too cool for my liking um but there we go uh, I'm not going to bang on too much longer. Get us your thoughts on any previous episodes. Thanks for the wonderful feedback on Sean Thomas of JKR Global, creative director of a big, big ad and creative agency. Lovely fella, loads of great insights into the dangers of too much online inspirations and too much um, you know, phone action and not taking in the world around us. Go back and check that out on episode 139. Um, at Arrest All My Mix on the social channels, do get us your feedback. Um, love to hear from the audience thank you if you're a new listener for coming along thank you for sticking with us if you're a regular I'm not going to bang on too much longer, go check out the sponsors and here is my conversation with wonderful digital illustrator Dominique Byram I have the intention of saying no <laughs> I've been thinking about it more but... really? yeah uh, what sorts of stuff you've been doing so now you've been, you've been getting more into animation yeah it's yeah like unintentionally kind of been doing a lot of stuff for, for animation. Um, it's yeah, that's kind of what I've mostly been doing like the past yeah. two years. Really. Is that, did you intend to, or was this was it like a kind of somewhere actually you could do it, you did it, and it's not stopped? <laughs> yeah, it's. I can't I can't remember what like the first thing was, but I can I know some people who do animation, and I I imagine someone maybe recommended me or something's happened there. Yeah. Uh, social media wise and. Yeah, people ask me to, to to kind of design assets and things like that, and it's just kind of continued. Which has been quite good. Well, that's decent. Did you, was yeah. there a learning curve, or is it, is it, is it something you'd already kind of covered? But I mean, Mark, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm jumping in way too deep. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what, like, what is your what did you study? Study illustration yeah. at Stockport College. Okay. Um, yeah, I did a, did a foundation at Stockport College, and then I did illustration. And kind of, I suppose I just had the, I kind of had the intention that I wanted to kind of do editorial yeah. sort of illustration because that's kind of, they were kind of similar things to, that we were doing projects on at uni. But yeah, I just kind of didn't have, yeah, I've been kind of, I've been out of uni for about six years mm. and it's probably, I've probably only been doing stuff for like maybe the past two, three yeah. And it hasn't really been editorial. It's kind of just gone. It's just kind of gone where people have asked me to do things, really. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of gone into that animation thing. It sounds like you stay quite open to to seeing what comes up and kind of. Yeah, uh, I am, yeah. and I, I'd like to do more, like just illustration and not because there's kind of boundaries to the animation stuff. That I, so I can't completely do exactly what I want. Um, but I'd like to do a bit more like just straight illustration, really. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, I mean, I'm always ambushed by stuff that I've not even considered. Someone else has seen my stuff and thought, oh, we're doing this, let's see if we can do it, and pair me up with emotion graphics or yeah. whatever it might be. And I'm quite, I'm quite curious, I think it's quite fun to do that within reason, obviously. Some stuff yeah. I look at and think, no chance. Like, A, I wouldn't enjoy it, and B, I just don't know how. Yeah. But to a degree, that fear is quite, have you found it quite a healthy thing? Yeah, yeah, I think it has been. It's kind of, it's more of a challenge, isn't it? Um, I, th- I don't think I knew... I, I still don't really exactly how the animation stuff works. Like, yeah. And I'm the sort of person who likes to know like, what what am I doing and how it's going to... what you're going to do with it and how it's yeah. going to translate at the end. 
and you don't always get that, so it's kind of a bit of a yeah. Of I think sometimes my clients are. I don't. I don't know what it is, but I'll, I'll, I'm the same. And the reason I'm saying is, that I, I'll go. Okay, well, what's the plan? Like, who am I going to be working with? Where's it going? What? Are they, what? You know, what's the colour palettes? What's the layout? What's the font yeah, used? Yeah. And they're a bit like, well, you send us the illustration, and we'll do it. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 I want to be a part of it. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I. I didn't know how. It, I didn't even know that. The sort of work that I was doing would be something that people could use for animation. I don't think. I think mm. I'm just. I was just a bit ignorant of what what sort of animation was out there and what different uses and stuff that people but people had. You are, right? I mean, until you encounter it, well, unless unless you've studied it or you've you've got actual interest in it, how would you know that? Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. I think it's just a, because maybe because you're not doing it at uni, like specifically, you kind of you're not really sure how many mm. different avenues there are for your work, and yeah, that's been a good one for me. Yeah. I think I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere in the middle with that. I think it's good. I, I, I sometimes think courses could could definitely include a little bit more real world stuff. I don't know how. It, I don't, maybe they do, but but I just think I find that a lot of people, myself included, come out a little bit flabbergasted by it by it all, and kind of you know you've had all that time studying where you can ask questions whenever you want to a degree, and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I we did we did I did do a little a tiny bit of like animation at uni. But it just wasn't, it wasn't in my head that that's something I could go out after uni and really try and do. Yeah. I think just because I didn't, I knew, I knew how to do my illustration, but I didn't know how that was going to, how it would work exactly. And because at the time I did, I was doing most of the stuff in Photoshop and I just don't, I don't think that that's not really what people need. Yeah. Uh, but since like I moved over to season Illustrator, after I started working with Stan, um, that kind of vector stuff works really well. Yeah. So it's been easier. Yeah. Have you always drawn? Were you like a creative kid? I'm always interested in in, in kind of. I, roots I hear like stories about every, everyone's like, oh yeah, I've been drawing since I was like little. <laughs> it's my favourite thing to do. Pick up. I don't think I was that sort of person. No, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I was like art at school. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think I was really. I wasn't sitting around doodling at home and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I don't, yeah, I think I'm more, I am actually more kind of academic sort of person, I think. Yeah. I like facts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really, but I did like art at school and I did all right in it. But I think it was more, it was more like, um, you know, doing like drawings from still life and sort of things like yeah. that, where I think there are more kind of, there's a way to get it right. And, Rather than just being totally, yeah. totally creative, and I think I like that because I do, I do like. Starting to join the dots now. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm playing twenty questions where I'm like, <laughs> with this kind of thing. But there's a certain geometric feel to you, to your work, and it yeah. feels to me. It, the, my assumption, and I might be totally wrong, um, is is that you're you the kind of person you like to spend time focusing in detail. Is that would that be right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have quite a. I like I kind of like things to be organised. I like things mm. to line up, and I like composition. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's so really evident. In fact, I'm close to say it underpins your style. Yeah. I think it's a real constant throughout, and it's really beautiful. So it's a strong thing because it doesn't compromise. There's a danger with that that might compromise creativity or flair, but I really don't think it does. I think there's a lovely range of compositions within your work. That's a standout thing that I noticed. I think it's trying to find that balance, isn't it, between mm. being too too structured and 
never never mixing things up and but also it's kind of that's kind of my personality I think so trying to, yeah. trying to I feel like you should kind of embrace those sort of things I feel like um you know when you're kind of you're at uni you get you get to try all different things mm. all different like processes and it kind of no matter what we do we kind of do we do screen printing we do photography we do photograms we do etching mm. all these different things and I, I was able to kind of like look back over everything and I, I picked out that I like things that line up and I like composition it didn't matter what yeah. I was doing so I was kind of able to kind of analyze that and be like well that's me that's, that's really really healthy and people can go through an entire life without without yeah. reaching that point so I think so I was kind of like well that's me no matter what I do I seem to go back to those things yeah so that's kind of my that's yeah. my style, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, so it's it's, it's, isn't it almost like and this is something that just comes to me now? But isn't it's almost like some people don't ever find that in life. So like you know they don't ever consider them themselves in when, when it comes to like career or what do I want to do that I'm not going to hate for forty hours a week. People don't. People it completely ignore the things that they do for pleasure in their own time. The things they do naturally as like a characteristic or, or a tendency, whatever it is, good or bad. And I guess that's just, I don't know if that's a flaw in the education system or what, that's, that's a whole other discussion, but to get to get to that within a discipline like illustration and, and, and understand that about yourself is a really positive place to be, I think. And actually, it's that's what it all comes down to, isn't it? It's getting that rush when you put something down on paper or screen and you, and you see it and getting that buzz and thinking, okay, something's just got me going about that. What is it? It's, it's, it's hard to know, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I do... I do think, no, I'm go- I need to do something totally different, like, I need to keep, because you want to keep trying different things, and yeah. sometimes I want to be, like, really messy, but even when I try, something always ends up coming back to, like, that just has to move that way a little bit, that just has to <laughs> yeah. be, right, like, yeah. even, and it's like, you can, I just can't give up that, and so, I just feel like, oh, I'll just have to embrace that. I'm the same, and that's why, <laughs> I, I, it's like, you can't, there's, you've got to start a pack of your characteristics, it's like, you can probably retrain to do that if you really, really wanted to, but why would you? You're not going to be. It's like there's a reason that you're drawn to that and you feel that way. Yeah. So to go against that would be, to, it's kind of like you're pushing back against gravity in, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of realised that. Some, somebody termed it recently as um, circle of competence, which I found quite interesting. So it's like, not being afraid to go and try and take it new places, try new things, but stick to that core understanding of what works for you. Yeah. And don't run too far beyond it because that's when you start to feel wrong about it, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, every now and then, yeah, I mean, I tried doing some, I did some little, just for myself, little hand type things the other week and mm. stuff. And even it's kind of, it is really different to like the vector stuff, but I still think there's something in it that's, I still like things to just be there and just line up. Yeah. And there's kind of, you know, it wasn't, it was only two colours. And um, it was quite bold. I think there's kind of, I like bold things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't, to me it felt far away, but I don't know if it really was that far away. You know, because sometimes when you feel like you've changed one thing to you, it feels like it's like a massive change. But I think yeah. other people don't think that. <laughs> they can yeah. see it and they can see. It of course, you're the owner of it. You're always, you're always going to see it, yeah. Yeah. Have you, found, have, you, have you found that from the projects that people brought you in on that they they've got a sense of, of that kind of order and structure and they've, and they've kind of brought you in for the right reasons. I think so, yeah. I think... I think, yeah, it's kind of... trying Things aren't very overcomplicated. I kind of have to stick within making things quite simple because that's how 
I mean, because most of the things are like animated, they want things to be simple and easy yeah. and easy to work with. So there's not there's not tons of deep like extra detail or loads of textures and things like that. And I think they want that bold mm. look. Um, I think that's worked quite well. Yeah, yeah. I think there, yeah there are there are like boundaries to it, so you can't go too far. And there's maybe things that I'd like to do, but they, I know it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I think people. Of like, like, just yeah, simple and bold is kind of yeah. I mean, I, I really love the little jungle book animation. I think it's great, oh, right. and, and it's and I think there's a great market at the moment for that level of animation because I mean, like, as you as you probably know, when you start getting into heavyweight animation, like detailed and long, it's costly. Yeah. And not everyone's got the budget, in particular, yeah. like editorial or social media stuff. But this middle ground where it's almost a parallax or something moves, like yeah. where the leaves kind of bounce, I really well, love it. It still conjures a sense of magic that yeah. you need from Jungle Book, you know, yeah. without without being over, you know. That, well, that one, that's like I did that one myself, which I don't. I'm not an animator, mm. but I like I like making. There's a I've done a few little gifts just for myself yeah. where they're really simple because it's my skills at animating are not don't stretch too far. So it's just things move or rotate. Or opacity. Mm. I think that's kind of like the three things I can kind of do a little bit of. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's kind of what happened in the jungle. It was just like subtle movements. Yeah. And just to make a little thing for myself. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be anymore, and it works really well. You know, it's like the colour. Your illustrative style has already got it to a point where it's almost finished work. Well, it is finished work. The colours are beautiful. It's got that sense that you want from Jungle Book, and and then all it needs is that extra little kick into another space, and it, but then it serves a whole other function, and I think that's where that market is. You know. Yeah, I think it was that was just fun fun for me to do. It was kind of like, what mm. can I do that's a little takes this a little bit further? Yeah. And what do I know that it's not gonna it's not gonna take me years yeah. to like teach myself? Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. I like doing those little things. Yeah, it comes across as evident. And personally speaking, I went from, I in terms of restrictions that you hit upon there, I, I was terrified of colour. Like I couldn't. The black and white line drawing was my that was my strong suit. One colour. But I thought it worked well because I really had to consider that colour and what it was, you know, what white motion it conjured and whatever else and the placement of it. And then now, ten years in, that's I'm kind of back there, but it's yeah. by choice. It's like I've got, so it's weird how you kind of I went to the extreme of, you know, full colour, all this detail, and actually it just it kind of throws up a little bit to a degree. So it's, I'd be interested to see if you did get, you know, more efficient, I guess, in full animation. Like if you know if that might be a similar thing where you kind of end up embracing that simplicity again. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, I would, I'd like to learn more animation, it's just kind of time, how much time have I got, like spare time to do it, and you know, sometimes I have to go back and like reteach myself, even just the basics again, but I, I like, I do like simplicity, and I, so if I can do it with just simple movements, I like that, rather than, yeah, rather than being too overly complicated and stuff, so I kind of, I kind of like, I like that I don't know enough. Yeah. To like make to, for there to be too many options for me to be like, oh, I could do this or that, and it's like I actually only know how to do these three things, so I'm gonna see what I can get out of that, and it's just some yeah. movements and stuff. Well, that force it does maximise you, which is which is good yeah. as well. I think you know you feel like it's, I guess to master that you know, and I don't know it's the next level thing. It's like to to get to that next level, you kind of got to master that and become really efficient, and that's no bad thing, really. So. So you're balancing at the minute, so you're working full-time, right, with Stan Chow? 
Pretty, pretty much full time, yeah. I mean, it was full time. I've been there for five years now. Which is that was, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. We were laughing about it the other day. He's like, how long have you been here? Like two, three years? I was like, five years. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like, missed two years there completely. How did it come about in the first place? So, so does that mean that actually for listeners tell us about the role a little bit, if you don't mind? Um, so, yeah, I work for Stanley Chow here in Manchester in his studio. Um, <clears throat> I've been there, yeah, like five years ago. He put out kind of an ad just for like an assistant which I applied for and didn't get. Um, yeah, he hired somebody else who's, who's, a, who's a friend of mine now who's, who's just better, I think. Better <laughs> and more, skill, more skills, more useful skills and better. <laughs> um, but I think they'd, be, they'd been working on a project, so he still needed somebody to come in and help with the... Um, he has a print shop, which he does really well. So I kind of came in and was... learnt all about the print shop. I mean, it wasn't... there was... It was busy then, but it wasn't it wasn't as busy as now. So there was some print shop and some just other general stuff. I think we were prepping for exhibitions as well, and uh, then just a lot of sitting around. There was a lot of spare time then, which was good because it it kind of helped me. It gave me time to develop my own work. Mm. Um, so it wasn't the kind yeah. of role where it wasn't the sort of boss for it, if you like sweep up or like <laughs> making you do something when it went quiet. Was he happy for you to do no, anything? Yeah, you. He does like to give me stuff to do, and it gets quiet. <laughs> um, I think I'm quite, I'm quite good. I try and keep on top of things, but yeah. um, it was, yeah, it was. Sometimes it'd be quiet, and that was kind of a challenge to try and. And I did a lot of personal projects and stuff, to, uh, that so I had time to do that. But I mean, there was also, uh, there was, I remember, I'm sure, like a couple of times, I like went to the cinema. I just went to the cinema, <laughs> like, you know, like by myself, because there just wasn't anything to do. And I didn't have any of my own and work to do, and maybe just you know sitting in a room, I couldn't. Yeah. Think of anything, and I said, like, yeah. "Yeah, I went to the cinema." But yeah. I was like, "That is crazy to me now because yeah. there's no time at all, at all <laughs> to do that." <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's gone. It's so much busier now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have I don't have any spare time. But um, how have you found it? What when you started there? Have you been doing? I mean, you had personal projects. How far into your own work were you at that stage? Um. I mean, I've been I've probably been out of uni like a year, mm. and I've kind of been. I did a little internship with another company, which was kind of more, it was more like social media type stuff, and I'd, ca- I'd carried on with work, but it wasn't, I, I wasn't getting loads of commission work or anything, so it was kind of just up to me to carry it on, and I, I think it kind of, you kind of slow down a bit, because you don't have that mm-hmm. uni, t- like, deadlines and things, mm-hmm. so I was still doing stuff, and it, I was doing digital work, but when it came when I came in and saw Stan was like, you know, you, I was doing everything on Photoshop and I was using textures and I had like these files that were like gigabytes, like, <laughs> and I was kind of I was I had more time, so I was getting I think I was getting a bit more I was getting better at it and mm. kind of what I wanted to do. But Stan was like, you should totally use Illustrator, and I was like, no, you know when you know you you know how to use something, it's like really scary to like change something else. But I ended up starting to use Illustrator and that kind of changed. Mm. Kind of just ch- change everything, and I kind of simplified things down, um, and it, yeah, it really helped develop my work really quickly. Well, that's yeah, I that's that's where I was leading. At. I would imagine there are a few better learning. Yeah, I guess any kind of play, placement to a degree. I, mean, I know it's a job, not placement, but to spend time around someone who's got more experience is you can't ask for better learning. Really, yeah, in, I mean, in, in it's, my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of you kind of have to 
Uh, apart from going to the cinema, which we didn't do very often, maybe so I do that all the time. But like, yeah, it just there was that time to, and it's kind of what am I going to do? What I'm going to have to? I'm going to I'm going to do work. I'm going to try this. And yeah, yeah, I did. I did tons of like, did tons of animals, which I really like doing. Um, yeah, and I just yeah had the opportunity to 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 try out different different things, do some little bits of animation, mm. and there was also, I mean. It was very we 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 sit and concentrate a lot. It's very quiet in the studio. Yeah. Um, and Stan, where you know, he come, it, he treats it like it's like a full time job. So, come in at ten, we go home at six, and we work all day. So, yeah. it's like it's kind of discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's safe to say. I mean, it's, it must have been must have been a, a great accelerator to kind of. There's been pretty, pretty candid with, you know, if you want to know something, is he pretty forthcoming with advice and tips and whatever else? Um, yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, we don't, we don't, I mean, he's, we're not, I'm not like an, I'm not like an apprentice. Course, I mean, I'm, I wasn't yeah. there to, I was there to do the print shop and do all the things that I do. Yeah. Not really. So we don't sit around and talk about projects. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't kind of teach me things, but... You know he's there, and if if I need some advice, yeah, definitely mm. give it to me. So. And how do you find the balancing between that and your own work? Do you still do you manage to keep up your energy levels enough to to do it? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, yeah. It's it's funny because it was when it was quiet, I just didn't have my own work to do. But now it's so busy, and I've got much more of my own work to do that it's it's yeah, trying to it's trying to fit it in. It's kind of the tricky thing. It's like juggling it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so. If there's time here at work, which is good, I can do I can do my own work. That's Otherwise, cool. it's um, it's mostly evenings, weekends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have to do that. I think there comes a point with that. I I, I found I, I've done the full time and balancing act myself, as a lot of us have to do, because it takes time to 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 earn a full time living, and it's difficult, you know. Uh, but then 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 comes the conundrum of finding the the energy and the will to, to do it outside yeah. of working a full-time job which is no mean feat in its own right you know so yeah, yeah. I think it, I think that's why it's so critical that you have to kind of be feeling what you're doing you know otherwise yeah. if you if you don't have that then something's got to give yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it is I mean yeah when you I mean sometimes what you're doing kind of 60 70 hours a week just I mean there was not that long ago there was a couple of months where it was just like that every week Mm. And I was like, I can't wait for my the day off at some point. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I enjoy doing it, and I don't like missing deadlines. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just, you just gotta do it. So yeah, but well, you have to do what you have to do to make yeah. it work, don't you? It's as simple as that. And I think any on anyone's trajectory, you have to the point where that's difficult, but you just have to do it and and you know work it out. Yeah, and it's always it's always the case that. Um, You'll have kind of a few projects set up and they'll all get pushed back to the same week Cost. as well. Always. And like all those, like it's just, yeah. Yeah, I very rarely, I don't, I don't, I can't think of that many instances when there's been just a lovely level of business where I've got a bit of time for my own stuff and I've the client, it's either like, it's all or nothing. It all yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll have like a few weeks where there's not much to do. So, so, so what's your thing? You're a film, you're a film fan? Yeah. I noticed that was in your bio and I thought, yeah, yeah okay. Although, yeah, I hesitate to say that until people start testing you on things, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am. And is that a driver for, is that a big inspiration for your own creativity? Yeah, it is. It is. I was kind of, yeah, I've been thinking about this recently. It is. I don't know, I don't know how much of it I let into my work and I think I'd like to, I'd like to let more in mm. because I do, 
I do like, yeah, I do like watching films and I do like how they're made and I do like composition and things like that. I did find dissertation on Blade Runner. Which yeah, like a, that's which, too cool. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> it was it was that was funny because um, because I did illustration and no, and but they said they were they said you know you can do it on any creative thing mm-hmm. and everybody else just did it on I think they just did it on illustrators and I was like I was like we've been looking at illustrators for the past few years I was like I want to look at something yeah, else that totally. I like and I was like opportunity and do films so I got moved into a whole other group like on my own wow <laughs> just to go and do like. <laughs> That's with brilliant. all the film people, yeah. So yeah, so I, I kind of, I think there is mm. a way of mixing those two things together. And I, I, obviously, I like little bits of animation, and I like doing little film things. I've not, I've not had any. It'd be cool to do some illustrations for like film magazines or things mm. like that. I've well, not, white, white not yet. Well. So yeah, wait, that, yeah. That's a box that I've not yet ticked. I want to do something for them at no. some stage, and I've pestered numerous art directors to no avail yet. <laughs> I did. I did the. Um, <laughs> Little, they had a little white lies competition DNAD, which is what we did at the end of third year. Mm. And I did um, something for Super 8, and it's not great. I saw it the other day. <laughs> hey, we've, all got, we've all got those no, ones. But I was like, I was looking at it, I was like, you know, I've never, I've not tried, I've not really, that could be a really good goal is to kind of try, really try and push it that way. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to do I, that. I think it's very <laughs> evident in your work, though. I think, oh, I, so? I think that in the biggest way, compositions. I think you've got a. You've, there's definitely an eye of a director in there, in, in, in the sense you can tell. You know, I'm, I'm the same. I watch a film and I just be blown away by one shot, and then it's like yeah. oh, something blows up in my mind. But it's certainly got that. Yeah, there's a lovely, like I said earlier, there's a great range of composition in your works, and there's some stuff. I particularly love the Manchester skyline with the cranes recently because uh, I don't know. I don't know what the slant it is. I don't know you well enough to know if that's like a little dry, like a dry shot at that, or whether it's just an observational thing. <laughs> It's kind of yeah. It was kind of observation. I mean, it was basically like like just the view out of our window. Like it was like I think it was last it was last year or two years ago. It's like just look out the window. And it was just you were building these flats there, and it's just cranes every day. And I actually really I really like the look of cranes. I've seen something the other day. It's like one of my dreams is to go in a cra- up in a crane. It's like, like really weird. I don't know. And it's really, the minute you said that, then it's almost like if that was a film, it suddenly would have been like Hyder's jacket and, and helmet would have been yeah. on you. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, go with those ladders. Yeah, um, but I think they look cool, but it was also they kind do, of that is because I spend so much time walking around town and mm. um, like view lots of deliveries to places and things like that. That's all I see is I know where everything's being built, and it's even I mean even more so now just over here across the street. I mean those cranes, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that is kind of the Manchester skyline. So that's minute, kind of it really is, isn't it? It's a yeah. big construction site, and uh, yeah, and that's what I think. That's why I enjoyed it so much because I pointed it out to so many people walking around, and the same thing, seeing it every day, yeah. and I spotted it and was like, oh, brilliant, and all. Yeah, and it, so it resonated. It's kind of like I was kind of like, I mean, I could just, I mean, lots of people do the the actual skyline, you know, the Hilton and stuff, mm. and I was like, my, what's my view out the window? It's just kind of lots of tall buildings, and lots of cranes, and that's kind of what brilliant. Manchester is to me. <laughs> and, there's, and there's a great sense of narrative I found too. Like I really liked the Hannah piece with the wolf. Oh, um, again, great. Like it's got it's got a real dynamism to it, and I can totally see that in a number of things. Whether it's I don't know, you know, like Penguin books and things like that, I can definitely see it in a in a publish in the publishing world, um, without doubt. I think I think the storytelling aspect definitely comes through. I, I, that's why I like because when you say dissertation Blade Runner, I'm like okay, there's one of the biggest indicators. You could you could ask for when you ask a visual arts person to write, what do they write about? Yeah, I think you just you like because you don't want to write at that. Well, I didn't want to write when it was a dissertation, so you just grab the thing that you care about to try and 
yeah. make it work, you yeah. know? I mean, I actually do like writing, and I think... <laughs> I love it now. Yeah, do you? I, I'm, yeah. I'm in love with it. I'm writing yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you do Fiction like at the minute. I'm, like, I'm bagging out short stories like there's no tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Minute, but, uh, but that's the thing. It's like what you mentioned about film there. I've always had this love of storytelling. And to a degree, there's, there's only so far I find my illustration c- can allow that to come through. It can. I mean, I've done little bits of like graphic novel stuff recently, like Guardian, which I've not, not put out there yet, but the writing is a whole different medium that allows me to really develop these characters and things, and it's something that has to come out of me, so, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I do quite like it, but yeah, it's, it's you kind of feel like you have to stick at one thing. Uh, yeah. I'm starting to realise more that you should let all your other... Yeah. All the other things you like in as well, and there's room for everything. I think you kind of feel like you have to stick at one thing. Uh, yeah. I'm starting to realise more that you should let all your other, yeah, all the other things you like in as well, and there's room for everything. I think. Who's a electronic musician and producer, and we never really knew where it was going. We were just having fun and exploring this thing we were both into, and it opened so many doors. I got to meet like Don Letts and all these musicians, and and it, and it all feeds back. And then the podcast happens, and you get a guest on that who's who you met way back, and then. Before you know it, you're doing illustrations for a company, and it all comes full circle, which I think is really lovely about creativity. Yeah, mm. yeah, I like to do. I'd like to do more of that. I'd like to. Yeah. Maybe maybe do some writing and things like that. Yeah, quite, yeah, quite like it. Create idea. your own stories, almost. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see your style in that in that sense. I mean, I've only just recently um, started reading a few comics, and mm-hmm. like, it's just something I've never. I just haven't. I just. I don't think I was very aware of it. I mean, it's not comics and stuff. Isn't stuff I've read as a kid. Or anything like that. Mm. Um, I recently just started. Yeah, I thought I'd have a look at some, and I really like it. And it's just, it's just that is like almost the closest to kind of film. Like yeah. you can, you know, you can see, but it's not something that I'd think that my work would fit. But maybe there's a, in some way, there's a possibility of that. Oh, and I'm, I'm not that. sure at all in what way, but yeah. it's kind of looking at these different things that you like and be like, how can I kind of put these things together and maybe yeah. do something with it? Absolutely, yeah. And then maybe there's a whole different spin you've never known thought about. Maybe there's a new thing completely. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing about technology that we've, we've got access to now. It's that you can open doors one simple program can change everything, which is really exciting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've just been thinking, is there anything I can do that's just like one, two, three images, like some sort of mm. sequence or something like that? That'd be cool in your style. What, like, what, what can I do that's kind of, that has... Some of these things that I like that I'm seeing in this in these comics that I could bring to my work, maybe. So. Sure, he's crying out for it. Like I said, the wolf piece, and I, he's like, I, I almost want to see. Wow, oh, what next? Like, yeah, what's... It, it, it whets the appetite for this for what, that, that sense of narrative, and then I'd love to see where it goes from there. So, definitely something. To I think you know, the um, yeah, I was saying that I haven't really done much film things, but stuff like that, the Hannah, I did like a, a Stephen King one. Oh, the Green Mile one. Yeah, yeah. and I did like an Edward Sutant. Like, there's a there's a great gallery you probably know of called Gallery 1988. Um, I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> in Los Angeles, but they do um, lots of kind of film, TV, cult exhibitions, like nice. officially kind of licensed ones and stuff. Um, and you, I think I, they put like a shout out for new artists like a couple of years ago. I just like contacted them. And I've, so I've done a couple of things like that and I've actually really, I've really enjoyed doing them, Wicked, which have yeah. been kind of that sort of film. That's kind of the only sort of the film-linked stuff that I've done, but I have really enjoyed doing them. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I I, what a blast from the past was seeing an Andre piece on there. Which one? With a seal. Is it a seal? Oh, it was a seal. Yeah, it, the, the yeah well, it wasn't specifically Andre. <laughs> it oh, was it not? No, no, no. <laughs> no, it, but it was, yeah, a seal one, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe I should combine like animals and films, definitely. I love anything, yeah, anything I can combine with like films and stuff is good. It's no bad thing either, and this is something I've been saying recently in talks, is that, just in my, this this isn't like a, oh, kids today don't know, it's not that at all, but but one one benefit that I felt I had was like, from not having the internet growing up, was that I had this, you know, growing up in a West Yorkshire town, it's like, you've limited, you limited cultural horizons, so that's why to this day I'm still, I'm still quite obsessive when I'm, when I'm into something like, whether it's the wrestling, uh, for a time it was like Final Fantasy VII video game, uh, football, and I really get into the layers of it and, and, and do it. And I'm, you know, and I guess now I'm just not ashamed in any way, shape or form to be that geek who, who yeah. loves going back to that same subject. And I'm sure people get bored of it on Twitter and unfollow me and stuff, but like, you yeah. know, it's like, I, I, that's why I'm doing this. It's, it's our passion, really, first and foremost. So I don't think there's anything wrong with, with having that big thing, like filming your, in your case and, and driving it and making it work for you. Yeah, definitely. That's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good goal for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's totally cool. Um, so you're a part of Women in Print, which I realised recently. Women in Print, yeah. Yeah, was yeah. it Clara Walton piece you did for? Yeah, which is wow, how how was that? Because that was such a cool project. Yeah, it was a cool project. It was. It was. Yeah, appreciate being asked to yeah. to contribute to it. Yeah, um, it's just a great project, isn't it? Like getting getting all the yeah. like local women and stuff to local illustrators to, to contribute pieces of interesting and kind of famous women. Yeah, it was great and it was a fun piece to do. Yeah. Yeah. And were you and you were aware of Clara at the time? No. No. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 that's that's right, of course I covered this, I should know this more, but no, it's, no. it's going back a while, but you were you were given a lady, right? To, yeah, to, yeah, 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 that, the, that, that's the one, yeah. Which was good. I think it's good that I didn't know because you kind of get to learn learn things about people you don't know. Yeah, so I just did a little bit of research and yeah. looked into it and kind of tried to put something together that represented the police and had those kind of colours and yeah. it's quite bold and stuff and hopefully it's something they could sell a few prints of. Completely. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was wonderful. It's been really cool to see that continue growing as well. Yeah. Recently. It's doing a good job with that. Yeah. So what's going on? What's um, what's happening? Coming up? Anything exciting on the horizon that you can talk Anything about? Coming up... Um, not not let them talk about. There's a mm. there's a possible project coming up over the next few months, but I like literally can't talk. I had to sign an NDA about that one. Literally, <laughs> this is becoming um, more common now. Actually, I think I think it's probably just because everyone loves banging progress on social media. But, yeah, like. I know. Yeah, I'm really I get really really stressed about that. <laughs> like, oh, can I post this? Can I not? Um, I did a, I did a couple of kind of covers for some uh, Osborne books. Um, nice. Which I don't, I'm not quite sure what's 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 happening with them, but they were really fun to do, and they were, it was it was nice to do just illustration and not and be able to. They wanted lots of text, they wanted some textures and little things like that in that I can't usually put in mm. the animated work. So it was nice to do that, and there was lots of animals in there, which I haven't done for a while. Nice, nice. Um, so they were really fun, but otherwise, yeah, I'm just nice. seeing what's happening. Well, it's cool. It's cool to see it uh, developing and. Still having fun with it? Still enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. to hear it because it feels fun to, when you look at your work. It's got a real life about it. Yeah, well, yeah. Always trying to trying to come up with new projects and things to do to keep it interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Still enjoy it. So it's good. Good stuff. Well, I'm gonna put you on the spot with a shark in the tank question. Right. Nice for a love <laughs> and a hate about your creativity. I mean, I guess the hate is just. I guess it's just not enough time to do things. Just those. I think I think I'm I'm a bit of a warrior, and I, I get a feeling that maybe a lot of creative people, you know, 
when you kind of sat by yourself doing things and mm -hmm. you know imposter syndrome like what is this okay is this the worst thing ever like <laughs> yeah. things are getting changed the classics from yeah, creative brain there's, there's not enough they haven't got enough time to do this things are getting changed that sort of stuff and and that kind of the stress that is involved in that yeah um so common but then yeah then usually kind of when it's finished it's like oh yeah it's done that's i'm actually a bit happy with this now like yeah it's kind of worked out it's it's like a ch it's like those are just the challenges aren't they yeah like and hopefully at the end it's something something's kind of worked out yeah yeah that's kind of yeah that's kind of my hate and i don't love love is just always always I'm always having ideas for stuff, and there's, and there's just endless possibilities for what you yeah. can do, and and seeing what other people do, and thinking, wow, they've really yeah. taken that so much further, and what, how can I do that? And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, there's just when you when you when you're like feeling really good about it, you just, it just feels like there's so much you can do. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that feeling. Have you got an observant brain? I'm, I'm, I'm always hearing something or yeah. seeing something, yeah. a comment, a sign, or whatever. It's like never not taking a picture or thinking of something. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, it's I, I don't know about you, but I always I always get really good ideas like just before we actually to sleep. Yeah, it's like everybody, everybody does that. I think. Panel, yeah. yeah, so it's trying to it's trying to remember to like write things down. So I've got lists of stuff, and it's all like really varied, and, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like. I think you can do anything, as yeah. I like that idea. Brilliant. And lastly, where can people find your work? What's your website? Um, DominicBrian.com. Brilliant. Um, and Instagram, Twitter, they're all the same because no, no one yeah. else has my name. So there you go. It's, it's that's quite good. good. It's quite easy. I'm all right on that front, yeah. Yeah. Talon's not a very common name. So no. That's good. And although I did write, I wrote about it in my book, I said that there was a guy in, when I, I briefly lived in New Zealand for about seven months, and I was number two on Google there when you put Ben Tal, which I was livid about. Because right. there was a dermatologist who was oh, right. <laughs> well better on the SEO. Oh no. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm alright on <laughs> with my name and practically. Nice. Well, that's been a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much to Dom for taking the time to sit down and discuss her beautiful digital illustration and all the um, passions behind it and the layers and the story and, and, and the symmetry of that character and the work because it makes sense and that's what I love it doesn't matter digital organic if it's got soul it's got life to it you can guarantee there'll be a character story beneath it that reflects what's going on in the work and I love to hear them it's why I love doing this podcast and why I'm very excited to move forward and, and, and do the second ever live one which is going to be going down July 11th at DNAD New Blood Festival talking to Anna Hollinrick uh, one of Breakthrough BAFTA Brits uh, game illustrator and art director working in animation and all many different fields world building environment building it's stuff that i've never known a great deal about but as a young gamer myself i'm, I'm long retired these days it's going to be quite interesting to talk to somebody who knows that world and can give us insights on getting into it getting into that industry uh, how does it all work you know how she move between roles it's going to be exciting so keep an eye out at dnad new bloods festival program and come down and see us from quarter past four to quarter past five on Thursday, July the 11th. That's going to be one hell of an exciting episode for me to do, and um, you can't wait to see Anna. Trust me, she's awesome. <laughs> so thanks to Anna, thanks to Dom, thanks for DNAD, and thanks to the Association of Illustrators. 
illustrationweb.com, foilco.co.uk and hatinternet.co.uk for the kind support for the show. Do go and check them all out. They keep it free. It gets your feedback at Arrest All Mimics on the social media. Let us know if you want to be on an episode. Give me a shout. I'm sorry if I haven't got back to you recently. I've been a little bit shoddy on the social media side of things. It's been a busy time, personally and professionally. I will do in due course, but I'm always keeping an eye and I'm up for suggestions for anybody else. I'm up for seeing what you've done. If there's an interesting angle in something you've done, then we'll talk about it. We'll see if we can make it work. Got some brilliant episodes coming up in the future. The Association of Illustrators returning to talk about their business empowerment campaign. We've got Kevin House coming up talking about well-being. Uh, there's no shortage of need for conversations around happiness and mental health in my book in this industry. So that's all going on. Do come down and see the talk on Wednesday the 10th of May between the Society of Authors and the Association of Illustrators. I'm going to be one of the speakers talking about mental health uh, for creative freelancers and that's at the Anthony Burgess Foundation in Manchester and it's on in the afternoon so go and have a look at their websites for all the details and I hope to see you there at either or both events or just get your feedback or you might be able to listen in to the DNAD New Blood one on a future recorded episode but that's enough rambling from me. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you to Dominic Byron. Have a good week. Stay creative. See you soon.